0: This is Chie Satanaka, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast. You better eat more meat.
1: It's been a while, but we're back. Welcome to the Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party heat leader, Nick Lynn. To my side are my noble and Harry R, Taylor Hoyt. Hey, good to be back. Yeah, Maddie Lynn. Yo. And Chris B. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? How are you doing? Not too bad, just
2: uh, trying to catch up on the backlog.
1: Yeah, that's what I've been doing, except Tales of Berseria came out, so my backlog's now
0: Zeller. stopped.
3: The backlog never ends. It never ends.
0: Well, yeah, it really
2: never it seems to be getting bigger these days with <laughs> my limited time in adult life of working, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. But I've I've cut out a lot of games. Now my games consist of fighting games, JRPGs, and mech games. And that's it. Mm. And Doom if there's another Doom. And if there's gonna be another <laughs> doom. Yeah. But that's for another podcast. We've been gone for at least three months. Three that's months. For, uh, yeah. We stopped in t- uh, we stopped in November. Did we? I thought we yeah. stopped in December. No, we stopped. our Game last one year? was in November. Game of the Year? Wow. No, that's not Giant Sword Podcast. Oh, oh. Giant Sword,
0: of course. Wow. You're right. Maybe you're yeah, right. Yeah, you're right.
1: Our last, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. We've been uh, Christmas and then a lot of changes in our you know, channel and stuff. As you can probably see, when our new website and everything like that. It's pretty cool. Um. So this is pretty much a relaunch of our podcast, and we're going... I've noticed that we never really introduced ourselves. We just, like, what we like and everything like that. So, I wanted to give a more in-depth introduction to all of us so people could get to know us more. So let's start with our newest member, Chris. What games... What game got you into JRPGs?
2: I gotta say, it was probably on PlayStation. I really started following the genre more it was probably final fantasy 9 or 8 i would say be the one that made me really just start going out and making that my genre of choice to rely on for playstation and just in general
1: this final fantasy IX. i think that's gonna be a lot of answers here it is the final fantasy game at least half of them um what do you like like what draws you to jrpgs
2: well, I like, I like the stories. I like the uh, the puzzles. I like that the game kind of just requires a little bit more than just mindless, uh, you know. I mean, it, it, there's depth to it, a lot more depth than the average typical game. I mean, nowadays, a lot of games have depth to it now. But um, at the time, the storytelling, the length, the content you were getting was vastly superior to anything else on uh, on the market from different types of genres.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what I like JRPGs about. It's just uh, I like the contained story. It's not like this is your world, this is your story. Do whatever you want, kind of thing. I mean,
2: I mean, it definitely so... uh, it, it 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 brought like where you know you and your friends can get together. You could talk about a game, and the games are so big that one player can notice something, and you're like, wait, I didn't know I could go to that cave, or I didn't know about that extra cutscene in the. The game, you know what I mean, or the alternate ending, you know, it's was just a lot, a lot of fun to talk to friends about too, you know.
1: Yeah, Uh, lots of memories of us during recess, you know, telling our friends about the secret sword we found or the secrets of uh, secret levels and stuff like that. Even the lies, right, Taylor?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, making up secret characters or like when somebody else was a lot further in the game and they held it over like, oh yeah, I'm
1: like way farther than everybody. Like
3: they were cooler because they were farther in the game or something.
1: Yeah, I remember totally off topic. Um, Someone would be like the G- the Dragon Ball Z uh, guru who would we, would, we would be like, you know, in the Frieza fight and they'd be like, yeah, there's like these androids and I think like Vegeta becomes Super Saiyan as well. It's like, oh my God, this guy knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the guys that, you know, acted like they were the best at the games, but they secretly had a strategy guide hiding that they would never tell anyone about. Yep, exactly. Those <laughs> yeah, Those bastards.
1: But yeah, uh what for like what game would you recommend to a new player actually? Like they're just getting into the genre.
2: Well current gen, I mean with the systems we have now, I'd have to say Final Fantasy fifteen.
1: Fifteen? I would not recommend that, but why would you?
2: Because I think it sets that uh it's, it meets the standards of what JRPGs are still up to this day, and um, it's easy for the player to get involved into the story. It's not like you have to play any of the previous entries. The combat system is is forgiving enough for new players, but also com- slightly complex enough for players that want a little bit more. And uh, I think it's a decent starting point that's going to kind of set the trend and set the mood of or set the expectations of what to expect out of other JRPGs.
1: Sweet. Okay, here's the big question though, guys. What is his favorite JRPG ever?
2: <laughs> that's hard. That's hard. Um the top of my head I could think of a few. I, I mean it would either maybe Tactics Ogre, Final nice. Fantasy 12, uh Vagrant. Okay. I don't know, Vagrant story, I mean I almost kind of consider like a hybrid genre, but um, I think I think uh, those are the three that come right off the top of my head. But I'm, I'm a big Ivalice uh, fan, so
1: yeah, that sounds like not even no no Final Tactics though. Tactics Ogre instead.
2: No, I, I do like Tactics, but I think Tactics Ogre was a superior, definitely a superior game. And that PSP one they made, uh, "Let Us Cling Together," was probably the best
1: Tactics Ogre to date. That was a really good one. Yeah, you know. spent many hours playing that game.
3: Those battles were so long, though. There was like 30 guys on the battlefield. It was crazy.
1: I know. It's That's sl- like an epic war simulator right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Maddie. Yeah. You're a newbie.
0: I'm a, I'm a, new, a youngin'.
1: You're a youngin'. And uh, let's see. What game got you into JRPGs?
0: Um, surprisingly, it was uh, Rune Factory 4.
1: Uh, that was the first one you really played, As right?
0: The one, yeah. This is the first one you got it. For, I believe you got it for me. Um, you were. Did I? Yeah, you were still. You I was know, playing. Working, it. you're still working at the that game store, and you just can't, one day. It was on my bed, and you're just like, "That's an early like birthday present," and I was like, "Okay."
1: I think there was a sale.
0: Uh, probably, I don't know. He, you, you, yeah, and I started playing through that, and. I like farming games. I like Harvest Moon, but like Rune Factory wasn't fully about like farming. Most of it was about story and like going into dungeons, crafting a bunch of fun stuff.
1: It was Harvest Moon with it was, RPG. Yeah, elements. It was it was
0: Harvest RPG Harvest Moon, and I loved it. I loved the RPG elements to it, and then story ending. You know, I got emotional as I do with mo- every JRPG I play, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Give me more. And, and that's the... when I walked to you, and I was like, Nick, you got something for me to play? And he's like, oh, yeah.
3: And then yeah. fell down the rabbit hole. Yep. And never did. looked back.
0: Never looked back.
1: And then the company that makes Rune Factory closed. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Sad face, because I really like that series. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. What do you like? Oh, you already said that. You were pretty much answered this question, I so I'm going to skip that. I basically just answered that question. Uh, Story. Yeah. What first game would you recommend?
0: Oh, God. I'm a youngin. This is hard because I haven't played a lot of the...
1: You don't need to play the old ones. I mean, the old this, ones. Come on, you got to think about new ones. Well, that, that, that you being a youngin can say that you're more in touch with current generation gamers than we are. Exactly. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> you walk into class and say, I'm a JRPG fan, and then you just get laughed at. They'll it's be all like, about what? The, it's all about What's the, a JRPG? COD Infinity Universe DLC, you know?
1: What's of Zelda? Modern Warfare!
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, new, new one. Hmm. I would, I would start it, I think with the Tales, the Tales games, and I think I would start with Tales of Graces.
1: It's a good one. Mm, yeah. I like Because
0: that it, it is, you kind of have to figure out the battle system, because Tales, battle systems can get, like, complicated sometimes. But, like, once you get into it, it's, it's a fun battle system, the characters are l- lovable like the characters
1: that especially that one that one is a super anime yeah it's, it's about very... the power of friendship it is basically the
0: power of friendship and I
2: th- i'm a big tales fan but i think that's partly because i'm a big jrpg fan but i don't think the uh, someone brand new to jrpgs would necessarily like tales because that's a game that you need to you definitely need to grind a lot so you're gonna have to actually probably it might feel repetitious to a new player. But the good um, but
1: the good thing about that is the battle
2: system And so the scoring. anime style might be a turn off for some people.
0: It's true.
3: Most JRPGs now are like that. I feel like the only JRPG series that doesn't have an anime art style is like Final Fantasy. Everything else pretty much has some version of an anime art style, especially Tales and Persona, like the two biggest the ones. The two
0: biggest ones. And those are
2: like <laughs> well, I mean, I think a game like uh, Valkyria Chronicles is a good one to move around. Uh-oh.
1: Taylor has said the word of the day. The PS3, PS3 tail uh,
2: of Okura Chronicles <laughs> or the remastered. is a good way to <laughs> Chris. Very
1: good reference. <laughs> Do you hear the music? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Taylor said of the word of the day and have now encountered a random battle. What was the word of the day? The word of the day was persona. Okay. (laughs) I'll be asking you guys trivia about JRPGs one by one. To earn victory over this random battle, you'll have to answer three questions correctly. The last person to answer correctly gets the honor to finish off the random battle with their own Mystic Art Limit Break. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're starting with Taylor. Okay. What is the first castle's name you arrive at in Final Fantasy Tactics the first castle Um,
3: oh man Um, is there a time limit how long do we have here you have to give an answer I'm gonna cut you off oh man it's at the tip of my tongue it's like Igros
1: castle there you go you got it that's one Okay, Maddie what are the souls that help Lenneth in *Valkyrie Profile* called?
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Perfect games I've never played. Um,
3: I, th- I believe he said it at some point in this podcast. Is <laughs> it? It's a big hint,
1: uh, right? It is a big hint, but I'm not gonna do it. Ah, yeah.
0: Do you think I paid? Do know what that guy says? <laughs> um, crap. <laughs> Oh no, Seraphim!
1: Nope, alright. <clears throat> Chris! Uh, what persona does the main character start with in Persona 4?
2: Oh my god, that's for. <laughs> okay, that's right on. I know exactly what he looks like, but now I gotta think of the name.
3: <laughs> oh, I know what it is.
0: And I know what it is too. And I know why you didn't ask it.
3: By the eight.
1: way, oh, are you gonna say the answer to the last question? Oh, the answer to the last question was in here we are. Okay, I was never gonna <laughs> remember that.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, yes.
3: Use Persona in Persona 4.
1: That's why I said the main character. Um, I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to pass kid right now. Alright. The answer is Izanagi. Okay. Alright. Which, your tailor? Which game does not have a silent protagonist? Okay. Chrono Trigger, Persona 3, Legend of Ligeia, J- or Jade Cocoon? Does not have a silent. Uh, so cr- so Persona
3: 3 has one, Jade Cocoon has one, and the other two were Chrono Trigger and Legend of Legaia Yep. I haven't played those. Uh, uh, man. Um... Add it to me. I'm going to say, oh, God. Man, everybody's yelling at me right now, I'm sure. I'm going to say Legend of
1: Ligeia. No. Dang it. All right, Maddie. All it's right. time for your next question. Ugh. What is the name of the investigative and combat specialist group that works to protect civilians and maintain peace in the trails of Ceres?
0: Combat specialist group. Hmm. Uh, god Dang it That's all I get for being distracted While playing with the last game It's
1: <laughs> Taylor knows this because he's played Sky mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've only played Cold Steel It's probably mentioned in passing It is Um, it's not like It's not like a police group or anything, is it?
1: I'm not giving you any hints
0: Oh, um, police something, that's all I know Police something, I don't know Nope. Okay.
1: Wrong! All right. we? No, Chris. What is uh, the name? What was, he, what was the
2: answer to that last one?
1: I'm not giving you the answer. <laughs> All right. What <laughs> is the name of Sora from Kingdom Hearts Nobody?
2: Um, that would be Roxas.
1: Correct. All right. You have one more. Not including double slash what is the name of darts first learned edition is this taylor taylor okay not including double slash so it's the
3: one after double slash yes uh, i think it's burning rush wrong oh, dang. okay maddie mm-hmm.
1: what are the summons in final fantasy 15 called
0: ancestral not Ancestrals. it's astrals correct
1: all right so now you, we each have one you, point you, no, it, it's it. Oh it's it? Oh yeah, got it's collectively we need collectively. to get three.
0: Oh, oh three. we did it. Now go you off. get
1: to do your own final art or mystic art or final smash or whatever. Come on, Maddie.
0: I have to think of something go- now? Yeah. Just yeah. Um
1: Just make one up. Uh
0: okay. Lightning Tiger Blade Termination <laughs>
1: It's pretty epic. Let's do the sound.
3: <sighs> nice. All right, guys. (laughs) We have survived the random battle. You have survived the random battle. All right. Well, that was fun. (sighs)
0: So now we
3: know in the future when that music starts playing.
0: We got to all shut up.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Shut up and start. Yeah. We're going to die. I'm looking at myself on
0: that
3: one. He was too into the conversation. (laughs) It was a good topic. It was, yeah. Good questions, too, because they were like, you should know them, but they're like, they're just
1: hard enough to where you're like, I don't know. Maybe so. Are you gonna save those for next time? Maybe. Yeah, the the ones that we didn't use, I'm saving for la- next time. Uh, oh, that's man. yeah. I gave away the and Harry R one, but you know, whatever. That's fine.
0: You wake, you
1: wake. What were we talking about before? We were talking about talking
0: about my first JRPG, and then I got shut down because Tales. There's apparently a terrible first JRPG.
1: <laughs> no, it's pretty good.
0: It's pretty great. If you're if you want to go all in, go all just, in right away. Play Tales it's, of. Grey's it's Death. hard
1: because it's like Tales of and Trails of. That's true. It's very anime.
0: Yeah, anime style.
1: Yeah, very but anime. That is the problem, though. I think
3: JRPGs are inherently anime. Like I, I was saying before, before we entered a random battle, the only like the big ones, Tales and Persona and Dragon Quest, are all they all have an anime art style. The only one that doesn't is Final Fantasy. Unless there's another one I can that you guys can name that I'm not thinking
2: of.
1: Uh, I'm mm. just saying, like there's, there are JRPGs out, out there that are not really, you know, like have the anime tropes, tropes. like. Well,
2: I mean, what do you consider, like, games like Demon Souls? What, would that be considered, I mean, it's an RPG, right? I would consider that, like,
1: it's, it's, it's still, technically... It's technically Japanese-leaning. Exactly. It's
3: a, it's a Western-style RPG developed by a Japanese developer. Yes. Because, uh, like, when I think JRPG, I, about... I think, like, world maps and towns and that kind of stuff. Whereas... And the
0: anime style, honestly. Nah,
3: I've played a lot of yeah, JRPGs but, like, without that. If, if,
2: if you're playing, like, a game like Dark Souls two or three you're technically traveling throughout the world i mean yeah you can teleport but i mean it's just a much you know more behind the camera angle it is a world you're moving around in
3: yeah i I guess that genre gets fuzzy because if you think about even final fantasy 15 is sort of a western style rpg now it's like okay there's a open it's open world you can get in vehicles and do this or side quests you know so that's
1: why connor doesn't like it Mm Yep. yeah all right, Taylor. Okay. One more. Actually, yeah, you actually have to tell me your favorite JRPG ever.
0: Ooh. Oh, crap.
1: Yeah, you have to pick.
0: I go- he didn't pick. I haven't he done mine yet. Not- Chris. Oh, Chris. Chris, Chris, had, had Chris three, a top Chris had, three. Chris had top three. Can I have a top three? A top
1: three? No, because you've only played, like, three.
0: <laughs> That's false. Thank you <laughs> very bad. much, sir.
3: But I think you have a more definitive number one.
0: Ugh. <sighs> Well, it's really hard. Well, then
3: you then say Cold Steel and Persona 4, right? Are a, the two? I was
0: actually going s- to, I'll be honest, I was actually going to say you Persona 4. Let the girl speak. I was, All right, fine, I'll shut up. I'll say Persona 4, and um, I think Tails is Asteria.
1: <laughs> what do you say about that, Taylor?
3: Huh? Huh? I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I'll let her talk. All right. All right. <laughs> Taylor, now it's your turn. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm going to let her talk. Now it's you your turn, you Taylor.
3: Know. Now I can talk. So, what got you in the JRPGs, dude? Uh, the one that got most people in the JRPGs. Final Fantasy said okay. <laughs> uh,
1: what do you like about JRPGs?
3: <laughs> I like the charming, whimsical nature I of like them. I like
0: boobs, uh, and that's what and I, I g- wanted to say.
3: Yeah, that's what I really wanted to say. Um, that's it, no, Tiffa, man. tifa. yeah. No, but like... Like games, when I think of a JRPG, like what perfectly encapsulates a JRPG for me is like something like *Nino Cooney*, where it's like it's got the world map, it's got like towns, it's got like just a charm to it, you know. Um, so that to me, that those
1: are the kind of games that, yeah, why I like JRPGs. Yeah. What's the first game? What game would you recommend to a new player? Uh, I was surprised somebody else didn't say
3: this, but I would say whatever the latest Pokemon game is, and so that would have been *Sun and Moon*, just because it's got they get more refined and more you know, uh, quality of life improvements and stuff like that. And I think Sun and Moon is probably one of the better ones because not only does it uh, have the classic Pokemon, but then it's got all these new additions and it's it's got, you know, turn-based battle system, leveling up, exploring, and stuff like that. So I would say Pokemon
1: Sun and Moon. Did you hear that? Some purist has died. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no, what's your favorite JRPG ever, man? Uh, I think I know what it is. Uh, uh, I don't know what it is. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's Gravity Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity Rush. No, I would say definitely
3: Persona Four Golden specifically. I, I it was four before Golden came out because I, I remember I came back. This is when I came back from Korea in like 2010, and I was just like, I'm all into JRPGs again. So I just kept eating everything up, and then I heard about this thing called Persona. I'm like, so it's like Final Fantasy meets Harvest Moon. This is the best. And then I played four. I'm like nothing ever will beat this and then i'm like oh golden came out it's even better so something beat it i mean it the same game beat it basically <laughs>
1: <laughs> so a better version of the same game yeah, Ooh, the funk.
3: yeah i know right so the bar the bar is high i'm hoping persona 5 can eclipse it but if not persona 4 still good those characters man best yeah. cast of characters in any game ever i'll stand by that till the
1: day i die yeah. yep. now it's my turn right
0: do you want me to ask you the question No. Do <laughs> you want Taylor to ask
1: you the questions? No. no. I already know. It's, it's just, what's my favorite What game got me into JRPGs? When you guys were all playing Final Fantasy VII, oh, I, know this one. I was playing Tales of Destiny. Mm, I see. So that's what got me into JRPGs. I, I destroyed that I game. Final Fantasy VII. Uh, what do I like about JRPGs is I like the story. I like the characters. I like how it gives you um, a more concise story. The one thing I do not like about Western RPGs is that it's all this openness to it. And it doesn't seem like the story itself is all contained in like.
0: It's not w- focused. It's not
1: focused. Yeah, I like the focusness of JRPGs. Okay. And what is my favorite JRPG ever? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Tales of Destiny, Persona 4, or uh, Trails of Cold Steel series. Okay. I mean, they're okay. all very different, and love them to death.
0: So only Taylor had a definite answer to that. Yeah, it's
1: Scrubs. Scrubs. You're the <laughs> scrub because we've played a lot more than you.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Here we go. Totally. We've oh.
1: actually finished the games, man. Oh, yeah, like you finished back,
0: Tales
3: of Exilia 2. Back. Oh, wait a minute. None of you guys have finished Exilia 2. Oh, man, yeah, I know.
1: It's the weirdest thing. You're the only one who's finished Exilia <laughs> 2. And I'm like, what? It was during that time. I think
2: when my Tales of Exilia 2 was fucking uh, still sealed in the box.
1: Don't worry, mine is two. <laughs> <laughs> the collector's edition, by the way. It's it's the best battle system of any Tales game. Yeah, you guys are missing too. out. <laughs> I gotta play that one. Yeah. I think I gotta replay Zelia one I at least. Gotta play both of them. Which I comes first? All right. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot more news than this, but this is the news that I wanted to talk about. Is uh, the Switch was announced and showed off some games, and uh, three of them were actually JRPGs.
3: Technically four, if you count the Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem that doesn't okay. even have a title or any image or gameplay or anything. But Just
0: like Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Enjoy it.
1: Yeah. The surprise is Xenoblade 2, Shin Megami Tensei sequel,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and Project Octopath Traveler.
3: Yeah. Dumb name, but that game looks real good.
1: <laughs> it's probably just going to be called like Octopath Traveler or just Traveler something. Yeah. Yeah, um... This actually, well, I should have expected this from the Switch, because it is um, just it's the 3DS and the Wii together, yeah. and the 3DS had a bunch of JRPGs on it, so I was okay. like, it's like, well, Nintendo is actually now going to be a console for JRPGs, so I'm excited for that. What surprised me is Xenoblade Two. Yeah,
3: well, what was surprising about it is they, well, it really isn't surprising if you played either Xenoblade or Xenoblade. X and the art style is totally different in a good way because the everybody made fun of the faces in Xenoblade X uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X because they were just so bad it they were like smushed yeah they were smushed they were, there was like no detail to them it looked like a PS2 game um, and uh, but it was, it was a fun game so if they continue with what the game is I mean it's a sequel to Xenoblade uh, like the original not not with the mechs and stuff but it looks cool I mean I'm always down for some more JRPGs With swords, big swords, giant swords. Giant swords. Yep.
1: What do you think, Chris?
2: You know, I haven't played a Nintendo system in such a long time. In Xenoblade 1, I paid a lot of attention to and definitely wanted to play the game, but didn't have a Nintendo system. So when Nintendo announced a Switch, um, I guess the way they did it, I mean, I really didn't, I, I really, I barely read any announcements about it or any news about it. I haven't seen any really, much of the trailers, um, they kind of kept it low-key that it hasn't caught my attention yet with, uh, you know, the daily rounds I do on video gaming websites. So I don't really have an opinion, but I'm sure Xenoblade 2, if it's made by um, the same team, what is it, Monolith? Yes. I'm sure it's going to be a great game.
1: Yeah, that, that game you need to look forward to, and then you should check out Project Octopath Traveler, made by the guys who did Bravely Default. Which I think brought, maybe started the resurgence of JRPGs. At least in the classic style. Um,
3: but yeah, because I it brought, wish they put that on the Vita. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, it might. It got announced that it's coming to the Switch. They didn't really say where else it would go, but that might be. Uh, so Chris, do you know what Octopath Traveler is or do you know anything about it?
2: No, not at all. It's, it's a very weird title, but I can tell you that that's the first thing I've noticed. About yeah. it. <laughs> it it is. So, like,
3: it didn't really show much, but basically, kind of what's intriguing about it is it's got like a a sixteen bit, you know, pixel style, but the characters are flat images, but they're they're walking around in like a three D world, sort of like Paper Mario or something, um, right. It, it it's very yeah it's hard to describe you have to kind of watch it but uh, it's yeah it's got a cool art style um, that has intrigues me more than anything else.
2: Is it a turn based game? Is it a visual gameplay like? I what think the it was like? turn based.
1: Yeah, can't it, looks, it looked it looked turn based because it looked like really default. Okay. So
2: did they announce a new Paper Mario for the Switch? No, no they did
1: not. It turns out to be a Paper Mario game. That'd be really weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, see, they, they seem to be spitting out Paper Mario's all, pretty, fairly quickly these days. And yeah. they're all bad, and, too. <laughs> I know, I know. And uh, I think they now they have two development teams for it, so when one's releasing theirs, the other one's about to release theirs the following year, or, you know, year and a half.
1: Yeah. Well... If they start announcing more JRPGs for the Switch, I think, as a JRPG fan, we're going to have to need to buy one. I know. You know, me and Nick have this, like,
3: unofficial bet going on about whether Persona 5 (sighs) is going to the Switch, and I think it's actually not, because the Atlas PR guy was like, sorry guys, it's not coming to PC, it's not coming to Switch, and I'm like, oh, that's sad. But I wanted it to, I'm like, if if it was coming to Switch, I would have bought it on Switch, but, alas, we'll have to play it another way, we'll have to play it on PS4. PS4. Persona
2: has to be played on a PlayStation controller. There's
1: yeah. no other way to play
4: it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sure. I want to play it again. It felt good to play that. Yeah, we played the demo at PSX. Uh... You mean
0: it felt good to show up that attendant trying to help you.
1: I didn't show her up. I said I didn't know how to play this game, and then she shut so, up. she I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so have you played a Persona game? i like, yes, I, I, I have. have I, know. I know how to play it. Persona. And she's like, okay, so you gotta use, uh, Bufu on the, no, no I, know, I get, I get I know. just, like, just, 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 shut up, up. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. We heard of an all out of attack tell her to fall back.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. So she's like, okay, so this is how you get personas? I'm like, I know, I know, I know, how you get personas. Oh, you got the persona? Like, I know, I know.
2: Let You should have asked her the trivia questions about personas. See how, how she was on her A game. Yeah,
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> that that would have be... been a good idea. Yeah. So you know what I just did there? You just see that? See what I just did? <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our topics of the day. We've been gone for a long time. We're, we're good. We've uh, been gone for a long time, but I've played a lot of JRPGs. I want to know if you guys have. What have you guys been playing during our break? Uh, let's see. Well... Final
3: Fantasy Fifteen came out with this little Moogle Chocobo festival thing. And I thought it was going to be more than what it was. It was actually really lame. But uh, I played that, did all the mini-games, and I'm like, okay, done with that. Uh, but in effort to kind of clear out my backlog of, like, all, like super old games that I never finished, uh, I started playing Chrono Cross. On I actually had to plug in my PS3 to play that one. Um, and... Yeah, it was cool. The battle system is slower than I remember, like most classic JRPGs, unfortunately. But it, there's there's some strategy to it because it's all about like, okay, how you have three choices of which attack, and they're all they are all linked to a percentage, uh, and then as you hit attacks, then you can use spells. So it's a really interesting combat system. But the thing about that I, that I love about Chrono Cross is like its presentation. Like the world is so cool. Like it's all just a bunch of islands uh very tropical and the sound that's my absolute favorite game soundtrack like of all time so just listening to those tunes i'm like ah oh, yeah Termina.
1: music i agree 100 do, 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 percent. Do, 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 do. i mean our oh. theme song oh, is oh are... that's
3: right yeah it's a remix of a chronocraft <laughs> song that's true i forgot um but yeah no it's it's good i i i'm stuck on i'm not stuck but i i'm in the middle of Gravity Rush, and I just I want to beat it and, and get past it so I can do other things. But you know, I'm, I just sort of chip away at Chrono Cross, like a half an hour here, hour there, uh, and that's it's been kind of fun to yeah go back and play that. So uh, oh, and I start restart or I started playing Fire Emblem Fates again on 3DS. Like when I'm out driving uh, Lyft, and I'm just sitting around. Uh, I tried playing the conquest path, and I literally, it took me like four tries to beat the very first battle. I was just getting destroyed every single time. And I'm like, all right, this is just not even fun. And then I tried the revelation path, which is like the third neutral path where you don't pick a side. And that has been really interesting. Like, all the maps have these really unique elements. Like, there's one where you're on uh, a bunch of ships on the ocean, and they're like constantly. You have to like summon these barges so you can walk across different ships. And then there's one where like the entire map's covered in snow. You have to like chip away at the snow to like reveal part of the map and you don't know if troops are hiding in the snow and stuff like that. So it's been really cool. I've been enjoying that a lot. So I'm probably going to, you know, finish playing through that just because it's, you know, easy to pick up and play on the go. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been playing. And and I'm actually wanting to play Tales of Berserri. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I really, I think my. Disdain for Zisteria is pretty uh, well known on this podcast, but uh, Berseria seems to be doing something really different. I with think it. your
1: disdain for Tales Games in general is Yeah, all right, shut up.
3: <laughs>
1: but uh, anyway,
3: that's what I've been playing. I guess I'll pass the baton to Maddie.
1: We uh, do double damage now.
0: Okay, yeah. I finished Trails of Cold Steel 2, finally.
1: Did you cry at the end?
0: Uh, did I? I did. Oh, okay. During a certain part, she
1: cries at everything. Oh Okay.
0: No. Yes. No. Yes. Not everything. When it's happy. No, actually, I cried at that too. Never mind. Maybe. Um, and then I immediately picked up Final Fantasy 15. Went right through that. Played that for good two, three weeks straight. Nice. So and long. that's your
3: first Final Fantasy, right? It
0: is. <clears throat> so I didn't. I don't have and any. And her last. It. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't have any of this um knowledge of how quote unquote Final Fantasy is supposed to play, like Connor mm. enjoys and is disappointed about.
4: Yeah.
0: Um so I went in and it, it did kinda the game I liked the battle system. It was fun. Uh the action action battle system. You crazy.
3: I, I like the battle he system. He likes the too. battle system. I like the warping. The warping was fun, the yeah. T Moves. I will like oh, I will,
0: well. I will Pause and say, I played in a mode different to both of you. I had the wait mode activated.
3: Yeah, she uses the wait mode. That was I've never even tried that. I don't even know how it works.
0: So I did play it slightly slower than what you guys did. I believe
2: do. the uh, the wait mode works. When you stand still, it automatically activates yes. the wait mode, right?
0: Yes. And yeah. what you the the special thing you do in wait mode is you could well, quickly switch targets while everything's paused. But you could scan them. For their weaknesses mm,
4: okay. and what
0: they're like, not like what they're resistant against and stuff like that. So when you're like facing that really tough guy, you're just like, okay, pause, scan real quick. And the harder the thing you're fighting is, the longer it takes to scan, and you have a limited amount of time to be in wait mode. And you could put points into the um, ascension tree to make it better. And I did, I did that in a lot of my battles where I'll just be running and suddenly the game will pause. I'll be like, oh crap. I'm fighting something now. I'll spin around, analyze everything, and then go in with like a battle plan. Kind of. Mm,
3: that's kind of an interesting way to do it. That's cool. Yeah. So
0: that's what I really did enjoy the battle system. Um, story story was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, the uh, the big flaw is the ending. How fast it just trucks right on and skips. You could tell it skips a bunch of stuff. I enjoyed
1: the tales of the Stereo ending too.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Nick. <laughs> it might be slightly true, but yes. <laughs> um yeah that was my big jrpg i played in the in the break the western style jrpg i played in the break i enjoyed it i liked it
1: chris have you been playing anything um i was I,
2: i still am playing a little bit of final fantasy 15 here and there um right now i'm well currently i'm taking a break from i've been playing last guardian and resident evil 7 um and I'm also playing Final Fantasy fourteen, which is the MMO.
0: Oh nice. Oh, I played nice. that for a bit.
2: Um, so between doing my dailies at Final Fantasy Fourteen and then using all my other game time I have to trying to beat Last Guardian and Resident Evil Seven, that's pretty much it. I'm I mean I'm probably ninety five percent done with Final Fantasy fifteen. I haven't done the festival that uh Taylor was talking about and then I didn't really care for it. I'm sure it's gonna be something similar to what uh Final Fantasy fourteen does when it does its little seasonal events, some small, you know, maybe kill an hour of your time and then that then it's over, you know.
3: That's a that sounds yeah, that's exactly it. There's <laughs> like a couple of carnival games and
1: like these yeah, little exactly, coins. Yeah. So yeah.
2: They try to they're trying to get it to be like an offline MMO with some of its events and DLC, I'm sure.
1: That sounds like an awesome update, guys. Yep.
2: However, on Resident Evil 7, if anyone's into horror games, it is a good game. People, could, I mean, if the title was different, I'm sure it would be even better received. Um, there's a lot of people that believe, just like Final Fantasy, people believe it Final Fantasy is supposed to be a certain way. To me, Final Fantasy was always a game that was evolving as new generation systems came out. It was always evolving to become something more standard in a different way with each main entry of a Final Fantasy game, Spin-offs, they would kind of continue what people like about it or sometimes delve into a new game mode but gameplay style. But Resident Evil 7 is good. I, I recommend it to any horror fan. It's pretty much on the same level of Outlast. If you enjoy Outlast you'll enjoy Resident Evil 7. There's a little bit more depth to the gameplay than Outlast but it is also a full-fledged game. $60 versus 20 which was Outlast starting price I believe. Um, but Evil Within is still the king horror game this generation.
1: Of course, it is.
3: It makes no sense, but it's a good game. The story <laughs> is like total nonsense. It, yeah, it,
2: it makes so it makes no sense to the point that it's awesome, and that's <laughs> why we like it. Because yep. when horror doesn't make sense, that's when it's better. <laughs>
1: okay, like Silent Hill.
0: All right, Nick. All right, yeah, so my
1: exactly. turn. I did a lot this these last few months. I finished three JRPGs. I finished Trails of the Sky, Trails of the Sky, first chapter. I started second chapter. I finished Final Fantasy XV, it's all right. I finished uh, Legend of Legea.
3: Oh, you did finish it, okay. Well, I,
1: I, I finished it as far as I could go without Forest it breaking. Crashing. Yeah, the game kept breaking, that's right. And I started playing Tales of Destiny just to play the classic Tales, and I got through half of it in like seven hours, and I was just ridiculous. I thought that was, I was like, whoa, I'm already here. And I'm super crazy, buffed up. Hmm. Interesting. It, so, did you fly through just because you know exactly what the how that
3: game goes? I know
1: exactly where to find where like the triggers of uh, what triggers the story parts. Ah. So I don't have to go searching for them. And it's like, oh, I go here, I go there, I go there. And yeah. It was funny because I was just doing it instinctively. I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I'm at this part, and I'm just, I'm just going through the town. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to talk to this guy. It was pretty funny. I, was like, I knew where everything was. And uh, I started Tales of Berseria. And that's Ooh. a fun game. I enjoy that. Best way to start a JRPG is not look up anything about it, have no expectations, and then start it. And then you're like, okay.
2: That's, that's pretty much the best way to start any game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Spoil yourself as least as possible. It's so hard, just though. enjoy it. Yeah. Like Resident Evil, Resident Evil 7, I didn't play any of the demos even though supposedly the demos have nothing to do with the actual game. That's
0: a lie, um, by the way.
2: I didn't watch many um, trailers either, so everything I played was pretty much a surprise, which probably aids in
1: the horror.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that, I think that's that's always good. I was the same. I'm trying to think of what I did that with recently. I just went and played a game. Like, oh, this is, oh, I think Shantae, that's what it was. I'm like, oh, this looks neat. And then I played it. I'm like, whoa, this game's awesome. <laughs>
1: yep. So I do all my games. I see like one trailer, and I'm like, okay, it's a Tales game. I'll play it when it comes out. pre the Collectors Edition.
2: Yep. Well, for you, Nick, you don't even need to see a trailer. It just says Tales of on it, even if it was made by like some, you know, third world country. and you know, <laughs> you, you got to buy it because it just tails of, you just
1: buy it. <laughs> no, because there is something called Tales of Desperado or something like that on the Wii, and I didn't buy that. Tales of Desperado. Something like that. That's, I don't know. It's some like movie game or something like that. Oh. I have no. Idea how was, I was uh How was the Vita Tales game? Was it good? Uh, Hearts. I need to beat that. Oh,
0: Tales of Hearts. Yeah, Ta- I enjoyed it. Maddie beat uh, it. Uh, that was actually my first I'm Tales trying. game.
2: I'm trying to look for it. I have it. I just can't find it. I've got too many games.
1: Yeah, Connor has mine.
0: <laughs> Does he right now? Yeah. It's like definitely not the best, but like it was fun. You know. <laughs> Know what I mean? Know what I'm yeah, saying?
1: It's a good. It's it was a fun game. I liked how it went back to classic. It's weird because you know how Tales games now have the stupid highway system to go through your worlds. No world map. Uh, the DS version of Hearts has started that, and uh, the, the
0: Vita the Vita, Vita the version map. has a world map. Yeah, That's I remember weird. now because you'd walk through, and I was just like, don't don't get a battle, don't do it. I just want to get to the town.
1: Yeah, world maps, bring them back, please and uh yeah so other than that it's like i've got to beat tales of berseria i don't want to give away anything really about that um it's a great great game feels great because they changed the battle system again it closely resembles uh graces you said graces yes it has like the combo counter system sort of it's a little different but very similar um and has like an extending combo mode where you do like a move and you become like the demon demon velvet and that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool, and then it just ends afterwards. But it's all about combos and what uh, what combos into certain moves and stuff like that. So you got to figure all that out. It's a very it's a lot co- more complicated than other Tails games, but I enjoy it. It was weird because I keep pressing Square to block and Squares attack. In Wait, this it Tales. is. Yeah, all the face buttons are all different attacks now.
0: Oh, how do you okay? You well, block. I'll you f-
1: block with R one.
0: That's kind of um, I have to get used to that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> so it's
1: it's different, but. It, it's it's i like the characters i like how because i knew what velvet i knew the story of velvet uh but, but i really liked uh because of the anime of hysteria yeah. and uh i i like the intro because it's like it's it starts off like a typical you know oh tail's all happy and you know fun and anime and then like it gets to a point where it gets super dark and taylor was like was commenting on it. it's like man this game is extremely dark and i'm like yeah it's pretty dark Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah that's, that's
1: pretty so dark. It, it's pretty interesting to see that in the tales game but uh i'll keep you guys updated when i beat it i won't want to play it through it but let's move on to our next uh, topic what are your jrpg goals of this year Ooh. what do you want to finish what do you want to play hmm. let's start with chris
2: um, I definitely want to play Tales of Berseria Um, do we consider Yakuza games JRPGs? Nah.
3: Those are like open world action games or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is coming out? Uh we got
3: Nino Kuni I, I look, near I Automata
2: to look too far out. Oh yeah, Nino uh,
3: Kuni 2 is coming
1: out this year, isn't it?
2: Nino, oh, Nino Kuni has to be played, obviously, yes. Uh, Persona uh 5 I with that. Oh, yeah, I I got that pre-ordered, the collector's edition. I'm definitely playing that. I I will be dropping whatever I'm doing to play that game. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um,
1: (laughs) See, what I do, I always have uh, one JRPG in the rotation, and then I have my other game. So I always have two games. I would like
2: to play, finish the Trails, well, start, you know, Trails of Cold Steel and play the second one.
0: Yeah, Taylor. Good idea. It's a very good idea, Chris. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I like, I just want you. I just want you to finish the first one so I can talk about the damn game. No, <laughs> because the ending is just like shh, shh
0: hush, child. <laughs> 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 you cannot, you cannot. talk about the ending.
1: But yeah, anything else to uh, uh, want to the... I'm going to be definitely playing the hell out of
2: right when that comes out. Um, what else? What else? I think oh, that's RPG um, I think that's that. That's it and between the other games i got to play in between that's probably what I'm going to have time for
1: yeah it's pretty packed this year
2: oh wait wait I forgot Final Fantasy XII rematch oh the yeah. Zodiac Age yeah, yeah yes absolutely I wish they were making it for the Vita though
1: well you technically can play it for on the Vita
3: every PS4 game is a Vita game yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Except that you know, Sony discontinued mobile data and all that stuff, so you can't you can't play it on the go at all. Maybe I could tether it to my phone; and it might work. I don't know. That uh, if you're away yeah. from home, which is the whole purpose of uh, you know playing the game on the go, not playing the game next to my PlayStation Four. You know,
1: PlayStation Five. <laughs> it's going to be the Switch too. There you go.
2: There you go. <laughs>
1: All right, Taylor. What about you? Uh,
3: let's see. I you know I'm one of my videos. I'm working on are seven JRPGs. I can't wait to play this year. And uh, yeah, Nino Kuni's right on the and Persona Five are like right on top of that list. Those are like games I've been looking forward to for so long. They're like sequels to like some of my favorite games of all time. So I definitely want to play both of those. Um, one game that has me like super hooked. Like, from the moment I saw it, I was intrigued, and then I played the demo, and I played it, like, three times, and I'm like, okay, get this game. And it's uh, Nier Automata, or Nier Automata. Uh, it's a, a weird, like, spiritual successor to Nier, and it's being made by Platinum Games. I'm like, it's all a right.
2: a great game. The demo was awesome. Man. Yeah, the demo was so good. My thing is, is the release date timing, man, is rough. It's right in between, like, major releases. It's coming out, like, I think at the beginning of March. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> I'm already going to have a backlog, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to it. Both, um, actually, to be honest, uh, speaking of the first near, I've even finished Guard 3, which is made by the same people. Well, it's not made by Platinum, but made by the creators of Nier 1.
1: Mm-hmm. But that requires you to bring out your PS3. And that's the problem.
2: That's why I would have paid $1,000 for a backwards-compatible PS4 if they did a limited launch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome, yeah. I was hoping they would do that with
2: the Pro. Put a cell, put the cell processor in the in the system. I'll pay more money for it and give me back its compatibility. That's why I haven't even played Yakuza five, uh, five. Yeah, I played every Yakuza game except Five because de- they decided to release it after PS4 came out, and my PS3 was already closeted away
3: there you know what's another game I just thought of that's coming out and it was like an out of nowhere announcement there's a new fire emblem game on 3ds coming out in like may it's called fire emblem echoes shadows of Valentia or something it's like a remake of like the, first the one. second one or something yeah and it's got like a map you can walk around kind of like final fantasy tactics and then there's like dungeon crawling or something it looks really weird but then the battles are like a fire emblem battle system so um fire emblem is slowly but surely Climbing up the ladder of into like my favorite video game series, uh, and so I'm like, all right, I'm I just got to check this out. I'll try it out. It okay. looks cool. It's got to explore, and you got to play it. Yeah. You got to explore, and you got to play it. Yeah. And then, Chris, you Chris, actually, you got me hooked on this series. There's a new one, new Atelier game this coming out this year called Atelier furious or something. Um, yes, and I haven't played one of those in a long time because I played. Uh, Rorona, Maruru, and uh, Totary, and I really liked those. And then the one after wasn't as good, and I skipped a couple, and then I tried another one, I didn't really like it. But uh, a friend I follow on Twitter who imports a bunch of games said like Fierce is one of the better ones in a long time, so I kind of want to jump in and see what those games are like now.
2: Oh, yeah, always look at the uh, NIS store too for like the special editions or the or the bonuses they give out, even with the regular editions if you just have to pre-order it, th- that's always the best way to get them.
3: Oh, totally. Yeah, they, the art book. I love the art style those games. Gosh, oh, like yeah, that definitely. watercolor look is so cool. I still have. It's, a... it's hard,
2: though, because some of the games they release, you know, I have to buy online because I can't. Can't be seen walking out the store with some of those games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the game, so
3: I'm like, uh, Do you have a Atelier Fierce?
2: They're like, What are you talking about? And and, especially and when you like, look like double, Chris. Can you double bag that,
1: please? When you look like Chris, I, I, I could get that. Chris is like a very like threatening man, and then he's like holding an anime game. So, what are you looking at? Kick your ass. I'm a black belt. <laughs> or throw him in jail or something. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. Um, but then I also do want to try to knock out some backlog games. Like I want to finish some of these classic ones on my like to do list, like Chrono Cross, uh, even like something like Final Fantasy 10 or 12. Like that's another one I want to, I want to get back to. Um, so at least two like classic JRPGs. Like all right, let's just power through this and just finish it. So those are my goals for the year. I don't know who went first. It's Maddie's turn now. Okay.
0: It's my turn. It's Maddie's it's my turn. Well. Tales of Berseria is first because I technically haven't started that yet. It's just sitting in my room.
1: Amazingly, you sent me a text saying a happy face and a picture of it. Yeah, I have a I lot of work to, it, yeah. I
0: have a work to do. I have work to do. Persona Five, of course. And Taylor's actually kind of got me interested in trying Nino Cooney. Yeah. So we'll probably try and play one. Then when Duke comes out, I'll try that.
1: Yeah, I need to actually beat one.
0: Um, it's real
3: good. Best game on PS3.
0: Yep, those those are the the main ones I could think of right now that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Sweet. Right.
1: So my turn, eh? Nikolai. Right, so. play it. what?
0: It's your turn, right? Oh, my turn.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, yeah. So I want to, of course, finish Tales of Berseria. Uh, play Persona Five. Uh, Nino Kuni two, all that stuff. But I want to actually focus on my JRPG backlog. So I want to finish uh, Trails of Cold si- Cold Trails of the Sky second chapter, mm. and then third chapter is coming out this year. So I want to get that. Oh boy. And um, and after that, I want I want to play Legend of Dragoon Actually, I want to try that because that one's fun. Yeah, Taylor's had it. Uh, Connor has it, and I've, it's a game I missed out. I know it's really like really really cheesy lines mm-hmm. yeah double slash yeah but it's just
3: i don't want to give you any expectation you just play it like and i like to not go in with expectations
1: so uh and yeah just i want to play a lot of my like Radi- i want to play radiata stories or rate and radiant historia I, I just want to beat those games i want to find a way to stream those games or record footage for radiant historia the 3ds version yeah and then, uh, yeah, that's a bunch of backlog stuff. That's pretty much all I really want to play this year, to be honest.
2: So, you're going to be saving yourself some money and playing the backlogs? Yep.
1: Uh, well, I might get Guilty Gear, the new Guilty Gear that's coming out. Um, other than that, I don't know. Uh, I think Tekken
2: 7 might be. my. Uh, that and Blaze Blue are the only fighting games I'm probably going to be playing.
1: We gotta play Blaze Blue. Anime game. Yeah, I
2: got a, I got a friend that just got it, so. Uh, Is, it gonna...
1: Vic? Is it him? Can I beat him? No,
2: no, no, not, not, not him. Uh, another friend that used to play uh, Shinigami He used to play uh, Blaze Blue with us back <laughs> on PS3. He played as Ragna, I think. He, he just got the game, so he's training, trying to get better. I gotta relearn my combos because I took a break from it when Final Fantasy XV came out. Mm,
1: speaking, but, uh, speaking of Shin Megami, have you guys ever played Shin Megami Tensei games? Other no, than no. Persona? Not
2: the OG ones now. What about I you? I have them. Um, the remakes on PSP. I Actually, tra- no, excuse me. No, no, I don't. I don't have them. No, I do not. Never played them.
1: Oh, they're all dungeon crawlers, right? Yeah. There's yeah. standard dungeon crawlers. The Tartarus, pretty much. Yeah,
0: I that's might be part of the reason I stopped playing for second. Wait, three. hold on a second.
2: Nocturne, Nocturne was a Shinmi, Shin Megami Tensei game, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I played that. Other than other than that, I uh, haven't really played any of them. And Nocturne was awesome, but I mean, it's really just dungeon crawling. I mean, there's no real. You're not going to get any real social element from it, or towns, or things like that. It's just constant, mainly battle and fights and. Mm-hmm a lot of difficulty
1: a lot of difficulty I don't know I should try I should try one one of these days fans tell us what one I should start with just leave it a comment below uh speaking of fans we actually have a question today nice alright this comes from Ian at Alexander Arts how have your expectations and ideas about the FF7 remake changed after playing and completing Final Fantasy Fifteen? Do you expect pretty much the same combat? Will we be able to switch characters? Do you expect it to be more or less linear? I feel like a lot of what was shown of FF15 is promising. What was shown in FF15 is promising, but I'd probably want them to tweak just about everything a bit to improve it and s- suit the story of Final Fantasy VII. What are your opinions? Mm.
3: Well, so we haven't seen the 7 gameplay in, like, a year. Because when we when me and Nick went to PSX in 2015, they they totally shocked everybody and they showed gameplay. I'm like, wait, what? Like, I thought this game... And it's still probably a long ways away. But, uh... Yeah, I think me and Nick were able to piece together the fact that this is not an action combat like the uh, 15 is. I think it's more like Lightning Returns where it's... You can walk around the world, but then it's, it's more... I don't know how to describe it unless you've played it. Like you have an energy bar, kind of right. Like you can only do so many moves, and then you have to swap classes. So I'm thinking the way seven's gonna work is you, you like your cloud and you're slashing guys, and then you switch to like Barrett, and then you start shooting, and you're you're doing like that because in that footage they even showed like the camera was behind Barrett doing like whatever big shot or whatever his move was. So you can I feel like you'll definitely be able to control the other characters. There will be a riot if there is if you can't because that's what that game's all about. Like playing with different characters. Like, at, at points in the game, you don't even... Cloud's not even in the party. You're, like, controlling Tifa or Sid or whatever. So, uh, unless they take completely take those out, which I'd be kind of mad about, then uh, you'll definitely have Cloud. The linear stuff, like... I almost want Seven to be a little bit more linear. I, I really don't want it to be, like, a side quest fest. That's not what made Seven good. It was, like, these weird, charming little events. Like, exploring Midgar, talking to these weird people.
1: Um, I would like them to have hunts. I think that would be cool.
3: Yeah, may- yeah, um, maybe. I mean, I mean, like weapons for the hunts in
2: the game. The weapons were considered pretty much hunts because you had to find them, you had to figure out how to beat them, yeah, um, how to activate them. Um, That's true. Maybe they'll add more. So, so I mean, they could add more optional fights, maybe. But uh, I mean. I don't think Final Fantasy's world Final Fantasy 7's world was that big that they couldn't recreate. I mean, it's still a, a fairly linear Final Fantasy compared to say like 8 or 9 after. Those games are a little bit more expansive than 7's world.
3: No, I agree. And and, it, and the thing that really like the more I think about it, it keeps bothering me that they're like, "Oh, this game is going to be so big that we need to make three versions or whatever." I'm like, "It really isn't that big." Unless they're really I mean, It really
2: was point A to point B on the, on the world map. The world map really was just a, uh, you know, was that the it, was that and, the... and it wasn't even that far of a walk. From leaving Midgard to the first te- to the first settlement wasn't that far of a walk. I mean, you'd probably get there within two random battles. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. It's just the the end of the game. The open ma- the world map opens up and you can explore everything, which a lot of classic JRPGs are like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like there's a world map, but you can only go to like two places. I wonder if they'll start putting more in between towns, or
3: like so. For example, like I'm thinking when you leave Midgar in the Seven Remake, it's going to be open world. So there'll be like a forest, like in a field, you walk around and stuff, and you can see Calm off in the distance. Uh, and then like I'm wondering if they're going to do like point for point. All right, you leave Midgar, you go to Calm, you go to the Chocobo farm, you go through the the cave. I wonder if it's going to be that one to one, or if they're going to spice it up like so much that it like because I I wanted to.
2: If they're going to sell the game in several parts, they better make it pretty expansive, then, because they're going to have time in between to to, to do what they have to do. You know.
3: Well, I, here here would be the best case scenario. I love what Capcom did with the Resident Evil remake because it's the same environments. Like you generally know what the story is and you know what's going on, but they like add a few new rooms. They add a few new twists. Like you have to light the crimson heads on fire, or come back to life stuff like that. So I'm hoping Seven does that. Like, okay, maybe we'll have a new town, or we'll have like a little in between area. Uh, maybe get the chocobos earlier so you can just summon them whenever you want or something like that,
1: uh, like they did with fifteen. It's like it's like the Tales of Destiny remake on PS2, same game but they added a lot more and changed some story elements.
3: Yeah, and they were they were talking about like possibly not killing. Oh, well, I can't say that because Maddie hasn't played it. I remember she was very specific about not wanting anything spoiled. So uh, it's okay. <laughs> I... so, so yeah, then not killing off a certain character. Um, so so I wa- like.
1: A main point
2: yeah but yeah but that yeah that's that's drastically changing the game that can pretty much change Final Fantasy 7's the next two-thirds of the game yeah you
3: know? yeah the more you actually that's kind of true because then they go to like the city of the ancients and there's like a whole like thing like what you do the rest of the game is almost in service of what happened like especially at the end of the game like when the life stream and, and all that stuff so yeah, you make a good point.
2: I don't think that would be possible.
3: Would <laughs> would
0: not be they would be riot separation. The
2: fanboys the fan can dream, but it's not going to be possible. Um,
3: but I, I, I you know, they got a, a airship working sort of in fifteen. It's very basic. I'm, Hardly. So, yeah, it, you don't even get it till the game's yeah. over. But
2: uh, now, I'll... I've only been to one place that require that require requires it. Is there any other? I don't think so. Like, if you're talking about the secret yeah.
3: dungeon with the jumping yeah, puzzle, I don't, I think that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah.
2: So, I'm sure DLC probably will add more.
3: Yeah. But uh but yeah, I to me I've said this before and I'll say it again, more than anything, the thing I'm looking forward to most in a Seven remake is the Gold Saucer. I want to go there. I want it to be this amazing wonderland with lights and fun music and like tons of mini games. Like I want a team at Square Enix dedicated
2: just to make gold saucer. You gotta go games. to the gold saucer. Five FC fourteen. I,
3: I know. I remember. <laughs> I, I resubscribed just to play that, and I made a video about it.
1: <laughs> um, you added a lot more to it now. That's awesome. That's it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Taylor, you gotta play now.
3: Nah, fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward Too to. time most. And then because of how limited summons were in. Fifteen, basically, because they were so big and it required so much like animation. I wonder if they're going to cut the number of summons instead or not? Because there's so many. There's like thirty summons in that game. There's like all the big ones, like right, like Ramu Bahamut. Oh, there's three Bahamuts. Uh, uh, Ramu Kat, Kataja or whatever. The the
2: yeah, the, the pig uh, Bahamut Neo Bahamut Zero Bahamut. Um... Levi, Ifrit, Titan, Death, Diablos, right? Yeah, Diablos. Was, or was he an eight? Yeah, Alexander. Oh, all, he, he is, he's in both. But, um, I, I think they could do it. I mean, you just got to make one simple animation, and they're not going to be as devastating as 15's were.
1: <laughs> 15's, yeah. like, destroys the world. Yeah. 15
2: was like, all right, is this battle too hard for you? Just do this, and we'll end it for you.
3: Yeah, I kind of didn't like that, I, and I really hope the so. The, let's talk about materia for a second. Do you think the the materia system will be like it was in seven, or is it going to no, be... no?
2: Because people can break the game that way. It's definitely going to be different.
3: Uh, oh, how do you? I I guess I the only time I ever broke the game was the HP plus materia because I'm like, all right, I want to go to the end of the game. I'm just going to buy enough to get nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine life, and <laughs>
1: yeah, I did that every time. <laughs> oh, you could do some pretty crazy combinations of the material that's why i like uh the trails of series because it's very material it has a like a material like system
4: mm-hmm.
1: and uh in sky you can't really break the game but in cold steel you could totally like create your character the way you want like you want them to dodge a lot and counter when you dodge and it's, it's really cool how you can customize your characters and make them extreme like godlike like no one system yeah i love it my favorite thing in uh in seven it's not
3: really that crazy of a combination i'm sure everybody that played the game did it but my favorite was final attack phoenix because uh not only like if a character dies what they do is they summon phoenix and it does damage to every but then it brings you right back to life and i'm like oh this is a great little fun combo <laughs> Um, but I think the one you're talking about, Chris, is probably the like Infinite Knights of the Round combo, where it's like yeah. four times summon, and then everybody has Nimic. <laughs> so you're just like constantly yeah. doing Knights of the Round until the battle's over, and you're like, right, "I'm just gonna set my controller down and come back in like half an hour." <laughs>
1: uh, wow, you could do that? I didn't even know that. Yeah,
3: it's ridiculous. Like that's how a lot of people were beating. Like that's um... how he beat the weapons, right? He was just
1: doing that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Connor didn't do that. Connor beat him like a man.
3: <laughs> anyway, I'm kind of dominating this. What does everybody else think of? I, I guess the original question was 15, based on 15, how are you? What do you think of seven?
2: I'm very optimistic after 15 because they're obviously listening to fans. Um, they people complain about 13 being as linear as it was, and they fixed that problem. Um, they they were able to make a dark story, which Final Fantasy VII can benefit from. Uh, so I, I I'm very optimistic. I'm.
1: It's certainly got I, dark. I, I
2: can't wait for E3 when wow. when they actually. Well, I'm hoping they show it.
3: Yeah, it's been so long. Like, cause it, like I said, it was PSX, so it's been over a year now. So it'll have been a year and a half by the time E3 comes around that they haven't even talked about
2: it. So. Uh, However, with Kingdom Hearts three being coming out next they might not show it till kingdom hearts 3 is out
3: well our theory on the show was that they weren't going to mention the 7 remake until 15 comes out and now that 15's out i'm like well maybe they'll mention something but they've been in fact i want to say nomura had an interview in like famitsu or something recently that said like yeah both those games are
1: still like pretty far off
3: i don't like that well,
1: really see like when he, when he said that uh, it makes me think that they maybe changed their mind about the splitting up the games, the three games, and they're now making one big Final Fantasy VII remake.
3: Well, he said that about seven and Kingdom Hearts three, and I'm like, dude, you announced Kingdom Hearts three like six years ago or something.
1: Kingdom like, Hearts three, the next Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, but remember, Nomura was spearheading versus thirteen, and then he, you know, he's not even. Credited as producer director in Fifteen because they totally transferred management over because he was very he had some poor time management skills. Yeah, you know he's he has a vision, but it's very hard for him to get to that vision. Yeah. So it's like Nomura,
1: get out of Fifteen.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if he gets replaced again. <laughs>
3: Well, he's the director of the Seven remake too. So, like, their two biggest games, he's directing both of them. Like, I don't know how you do that. Not. with potions. <laughs> oh, jeez, Nick just is looking for any excuse to use that soundboard now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you're totally right, Chris. I think they might. I think they might again pull him off Kingdom Hearts and give it to somebody else. I mean, there's so many damn Kingdom Hearts games. Somebody must know how to make those. Uh, yeah, exactly. And yeah, just be like, all right, go finish Seven. Get out of here.
1: Go make the 7 remake. (laughs) Go. Do it! Oh. I don't know. I... I'm... The main thing I did not like about 15 was the open-worldness and the random side quests that made you fight 7 beasts and, oh, go find this dog tag and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want 7 to be full of side quests. It's like, just... And if you do, make them good. Like make them like Witcher Three good. You know, like spend some time. Don't have it just be something to pad the gameplay time out. Like have them be cool and because there were like so many weird things. Like in in Midgar, when you're going to the Don Corneo's Palace, uh, you can just go there, or you can go all around town and get the best wig and the best perfume and all this stuff. And there's like so many weird little side events that you can do. I want stuff like that, like things that can enhance wow. story
2: moments since you referenced the game of the generation and CD Projekt I think they should just spearhead the development just give it to them yeah. and let them make Final Fantasy 7
3: forget Cyberpunk we who cares. know.
2: <laughs> yeah that is true that's going to obliterate probably every
1: game in existence oh I'm sure I'm sure just <laughs> explodes it's gone game, game industry's gone game of the forever nobody knows like, gaming
2: gaming as you know it will be forever changed when Cyberpunk comes out like <laughs> You're not going to want to play anything else. Probably
3: not. It's going to be like, yeah, it's like uh, three times as large
2: as Witcher Three.
3: Then, like, all right, just stop, guys. <laughs> and then they're doing,
2: they're trying to do the whole online thing too with it. So oh, I don't they? know how they're going to, Ooh. how they're going to have players interact online with each other, have a you know a connected world like that. Hmm. But it's the the scope of it, and their you know their goals are very very vast. I don't know how that team can do it, <laughs> but they're doing
1: it. Crunchy around—that's how you do it. Because <laughs> they have a limit break. Aw, oh, didn't work. <laughs> All right, guys, that answers that question. I don't feel like Final Fantasy 7 remake is gonna be take that much off of uh, from Final Fantasy fifteen. I think we're gonna be able to see um, the characters moving around instead of them, um, you know, absorbing into cloud yeah um and uh i don't think they're gonna have the whole i'm hoping they don't the thing i didn't like was um getting experience points for quests and then like going to ends and getting like times two and then like, super leveling that, that you, made the...
0: you saw me do- when i did that Yeah,
1: you, yeah it was
0: so great
1: <laughs> however you don't have to do that I know, that's but for, I, like, why is that, that there? They don't want that there. Shouldn't even be there. I enjoyed it. No, they'll keep it's it. they strategy. Must, yeah.
2: that's, that's why I say Final Fantasy fifteen is a perfect starting RPG for a beginner or someone that's ever played the genre because they have that option that if they don't have as much time to sink into the game, they have that route to go to level them up faster to keep them uh, going through the story, keeping the experience streamlined. However, if you're a, a serious more serious JRPG player, you're probably going to ignore that stuff. I mean, I did. That's why my uh, the player skill levels were pretty much maxed max by the time I hit the end of the game because I kept going to the bonfires. I kept running around the map instead of using the uh, the car and chocobo. If I'm doing like quests from an outpost and it's only like a mile and a half away, I'll just run to it. Wow, that's
0: crazy! That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I'd use a chocobo.
2: Well, you know, when you try to get the platinum. You gotta gotta do what you gotta do.
3: Or you could just do what I did and just stick two Cheater. rubber bands on your controller and leave it overnight and get the trophy that
2: way. <laughs> Cheater. I think I commented I commented on Twitter on that. I was like, stop cheating.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was just so done, I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time doing this. Like... <laughs> but anyway.
1: Alright, guys. This is gonna be the end of this week's Giant Sword Podcast. It's been it's fun. It's great to have all you guys back. Next week we should be uh, having a lot of guests hopefully i'm hoping it's going to be a fun a fun episode i think mm-hmm. uh but yes thanks for listening and hopefully this is out by now but uh our website you go check that out at lasthonestgamers.com uh our social media accounts twitter is at LG channel youtube slash lasthonestgamers uh facebook same thing slash lasthonestgamers Gamers. And if you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast itself, uh, email us at AskGiantSword at com, And all the links will be below on YouTube. Thank you for watching, listening, and everything else.
3: There ain't no getting off this train nope. we on.
1: Nope. <laughs>